I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. You serious? Hello. There's many a ways to kill some time out there. Right now you're killing some time with I, I'm Marcus Bronzy. And me, I'm Funk Butcher. What's going on, Funk? Tired, man. Yeah? Yeah. Actually, wait. Before that, you can check out a lot of the stuff we talk about on the show. Mm-hmm on our website yeah now the podcast is called how to kill an hour mm-hmm. is it going to be a surprise if we tell everybody what our actual website is no it's how to kill an hour.com mm-hmm. what about social media like twitter mm-hmm. is it going to be some underscores forward slashes full stops and craziness to get to us no what is it on twitter what how would you find us how to kill an hour okay. at how to kill an hour instagram how to kill an hour facebook how to kill an hour Simple. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, get involved. Check us out. And, uh, yeah, check out more shows. Read about us. Everything How to Kill an Hour can be found at How to Kill an Hour. In fact, if you Google How to Kill an Hour, we are the top now. Yes. Since we were declassified, uh, because we were classified as porn previously, <laughs> we didn't hit the top ranks of Google. Because unless you type in XNXX, not that I would know, you wouldn't get porn delivered on the first page of your search results anyway uh we've got loads to talk about in today's show we've been killing some time with some great tech yes uh we've got some very interesting developments in the technology world to discuss but before we do that we like to know how we've killed a bit of time um i'm gonna ask you how you killed some time this week Frank. what i've been doing to kill some time aside from looking at some of the amazing um future releases <clears throat> from e3 recently mm. um uh, one uh, video I've been watching online again and again and again. You know when you watch a trailer for a film and you literally watch the trailer uh, continuously until the film <laughs> yeah, arrives and, yeah. and the film is going to be due out in 2038, but you still keep watching it? <laughs> this is what I'm like with the new trailer for the new Spider-Man game forthcoming on PlayStation 4. And it is absolutely amazing. The uh, I'm sure you've seen it yourself. Spider-Man... Um, uh, on the PS4 and literally the the gameplay trailer that they showed on E3 is literally about six minutes long and the movement, the fluidity, the storyline within it is absolutely crazy. It just harks back to that prediction that I've said where we're going to get to a stage where actors are going to be, like human actors <laughs> are going to get X'd out, redundant, you know what I mean? Because what they can do with... Um, the computer these days in terms of the level of realism is it's, un- it's unprecedented I was literally watching it and I thought to myself this game is so captivating 
that literally you don't actually actively need to be playing it. You wouldn't, you know, when you'd sit at your friend's house yeah. and they'd be playing the game and you would be itching to kind of grab the control pad off them. Yeah. You can actively enjoy the experience as a spectator of this game. It is a really, really um, uh, beautiful production. So I was looking forward to that. What is it you liked about the sort of fluid mechanics of the game and stuff? I mean, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the Spider-Man Homecoming film also. And just to see the way that they've translated, because it's it's always been a little bit um, tetchy for these um, computer game companies to translate a superhero into a real working title that mm. everyone can kind of get behind. The only times I've seen <clears throat> any of the Marvel or the DC kind of characters um, incorporated into computer games successfully is during their, their, their fighting games whether it's Marvel versus Capcom which I'm going to go into in a minute because that's what I downloaded I downloaded the demo of the new Marvel versus Capcom game um, um, just following on for the, the news of E3 but seeing it in a kind of working title um, like a adventure role playing kind of um, Uncharted-esque uh, ad- adventure free roaming game like this is amazing so I think they've. This is going to be one of their their marquee titles for 2018. Really, I believe so. I mean, people were dissing because they because they were like, "That's funny how people always find a way to diss a game." Always, but, but they kind of forgot the marvelness of this character. They were like, yeah. "Oh, it's a good game, but heard you can't kill anyone." <laughs> I was like, "Spider Man doesn't. He's not known as a killer, though, is he? Yeah, he's is he." He's not a, a, a superhero that kills people. Though. No, he's very much um, Batman-esque in his models. He, yeah. he does beat you up quite a fair bit, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. which uh, makes me laugh because there's a there's a scene in the Injustice 2 trailer where um, Robin says to Batman, you're okay with um, life-threatening concussion, but you don't want to kill anyone. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, though, coming back from life-threatening concussion is possible. Coming yeah. back from death... No. Well, I'm going to say there's a very small margin of people in this world that have come back from death. But let's yeah, put it like this. Yeah. There's been a lot of people around them with some electricity mm-hmm. in some pads, yeah. shouting clear, yeah. knowing how to do CPR yeah. uh, with the world's best medical at- equipment that brings you back to life. <laughs> so I'd take a concussion over death any day. So E3's um, Spider-Man and Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. Quickly, before we move on, what excites you about this Marvel versus Capcom game? What's, um, and what kind of fighting game is it? Because with these fighting games now, mm-hmm. some of them are like... It's really weird. We can get like retro style games that yeah. are still like Street Fighter 2, yep. which we've spoken about on the show, yep. or we can get the Injustice style kind of comic book game where yeah. it's very real. So, what's where yeah. are we at with this? And I'm glad you mentioned that because this is kind of like a, <clears throat> uh, an amalgamation of the two. Because yeah. what you have is it's not the most realistic game, obviously. If you've ever played Marvel vs. Capcom titles, they are OTT, over the top, mm. flashing lights. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you are. Uh, a sufferer of epilepsy it's not for you don't do man it. Don't do it, yeah. seriously but um, in terms of the comparison to Injustice everyone seems to be on this kind of vibe of incorporating a the narrative within to the game mm. you know when we was, we was playing Injustice 2 where you're watching this amazing storyline unfolding it's like oh shit like I've got to play now yeah, and they're yeah. doing that the same thing with this Marvel vs. Capcom so you've literally 
got um what, what did you describe it as injustice to us it's like i a, feel like it's more it's more realistic I yeah feel like it's a human like representation like i feel like when you're playing certain games like it's it's manga you're playing yeah and then when you play certain other fighting games more combat probably is one of the more real ones yeah, yeah. it's human real yeah. human realism uses mocap in there yeah. there's but motion I'm, capture but i mean when we played it before you 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 termed it as um uh an interactive oh game. oh yeah yeah, yeah. like an inter- oh sorry yeah 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 yeah. I, yeah I felt like it was an interactive movie yeah exactly yeah. that's that's what the um, the um, uh, marvel versus capcom the new one the infinity okay. game is uh, literally um the the kind of the main baddie in it is ultron from mm-hmm. the films and they bring up together all the the characters together some of the characters see them um back to back it's obviously strange because obviously some Marvel characters are very human and realistic and seeing them next to someone like Mega Man. Yeah. He's very cartoony. They must have struggled to make like Captain Marvel look real. Yeah. Because he kind of looks like a, I don't know, like a Chopper Chops lolly with arms and legs. He's like the different, he's like half Transformer and half Chopper Chops lolly. But this is it. So him, him, him looking real is very hard. Yeah. I mean, I remember when the first title uh, came out and I was a bit like, how can you have, I don't know, Spider-Man and next to Chris Redfield from Resident Evil in the same game? They're, they're just two separate worlds, but yeah. that's literally kind of, they were trying to um, cross-pollinate their audiences. Yeah. In terms has, it, has it worked? Has it, has it made it happen? I mean, if you can kind of look past that and try not to be that, it, this is going to piss off a lot of the the um the comic book purists because again seeing their world messed up like that and they're very kind of OCD about the way their characters their favorite um icons are represented this won't be um pleasing to them but in terms of the the special moves and and the way it looks it's very very simplistic a lot of the combos are done with just multiple one button taps because they really trying to emphasize the 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 kind of the over the top the grandiose combo like fifty thousand hit combos and the screen goes white and everything like that <laughs> <laughs> and the tag the tag team um, transitions as well like your you can call in your partner with the shoulder buttons and your partner kind of helps you with one of the the the, the tag team combos but literally it is it is kind of emphasizing the whole. Um, yeah larger than like yeah hadoukens but take up half of the screen kind of thing so a normal fireball would kind of slowly kind of travel across the screen but the ryu's fireball is just like this beam this ray that covers half the (laughs) (laughs) half the screen so it kind of harks back to the um the nostalgia people felt when they first played marvel vs capcom like this is just like oh superly over the top from because it was um uh just the direct reboot of what you would experience in the arcade yeah um shout out to the people that used to go to Chocadera arcade in the west end back in the day there was just a, there was just like this arcade uh, facility there yeah where you'd have games like time crisis Ooh. and um house of the dead house of the dead wow yeah what a classic i mean just times have changed, man. Yeah, we, we got better. We got more yeah. powerful consoles at home, yeah. so why go to the arcade? Yeah, exactly, and pay a quid a ge- a quid a game. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, I play. <laughs> I play sixty quid, and I play as many times as I want from home. Exactly. But right, yeah, this kids. is directly kind of um, okay. a representation of that. Okay, over the top gaming. Quick question, right? Yeah. 
I'm not going to ask you for a score out of five. I'm going to say mm-hmm. which Hadouken is better, the Hadoukens in this or the Hadoukens in Street Fighter. Let's just come out on a Nintendo Switch that you also rate highly. The Hadoukens in this. Really? Yeah. They're just, in the, in why? The, because they're just... Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. They're a little bit like... Because it's a demo. I can't... Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if Cyclops is in it, but Cyclops is laser beam. It used to be... It was just irrational. It would literally take up <laughs> half the screen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because the reason I asked you about the Hadouken and the reason you, the listener, might be wondering that is because it's like if you go to McDonald's or Five Guys or Burger King, you judge it on <laughs> the burger. Yeah. Really, isn't it? Yeah. Fries can be a bit whack. Yeah. But you judge it on the burger. Yeah. But with Street Fighter games, yeah. you have to, I have to, my go-to character, you're going to play as Ryu for yeah. me. Yeah. The way I judge it is from the Hadouken. Yeah. So from you saying the Hadouken is great, uh, I'm going to say that that's a better game. Yeah. I don't know why. Even though I like the look of the Street Fighter on, on the Nintendo Switch better. Yeah. And you're our re- resident Hadouken specialist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. Cool. Fair enough. That's it. Marvel versus Capcom. And like everything we talk about in the show, there's a link in the show description you can click on that will take you how to, to howtokillanow.com where you can see more about it, yeah. uh, including all the Hadoukenness yeah, and, just and add, craziness. That download is free on the PlayStation Store, so you can go cool. check that out. And the whole game or just demo at the moment? demo for the, cool. for the game, yeah. All right, awesome. We'll put a link to that in the show description too. So, Funk, I've been killing time in a totally opposite way. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, I've actually been killing time on this yeah. for over a week now, yeah. haven't I? Like, yeah. I've mentioned it to you a couple of times. Yeah, I've seen the videos. Um, there's a couple of videos flying around because I, I, I wanted to give it a real good go to kind of... Because it's the sort of thing that I feel like if I was to just hop on and hop, hop off it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to, to talk about it yeah. properly. Do you know what I mean? It's like when people go to iPhone trade... or well, iPhone... Uh, launch and then pick up a phone for 10 seconds and go oh yeah everything and i'm like nah man let's, <laughs> let's get into our reviews a little bit so you have to like, experience it yes indeed so we got sent over a boosted board and a boosted board is an electric skateboard that has mm-hmm. been it's, it's an electric longboard if you ever see anyone going down the uh, street on a skateboard that looks a little bit longer uh-huh. and they're going really really fast yeah that's what a longboard is so there's actually um, a, a breakdown between skateboards so there's oh a, yeah a longboard is there a shortboard and oh man oh, i don't know what the regular skate i just call it a regular skateboard the only, like, only different different uh, one i've actually noticed is the one that looked like it had two pads and you kind of had to wiggle your feet oh the snake board yeah yeah that's the so one. there's different times there's shortboards mm-hmm. that's where you're right actually yeah. cruisers old school what's a cruiser a cruiser What's what's the one? I got all the questions about. I'm not not a skateboard encyclopedia. Nigerian Tony Hawk, tell us, school us. Google doesn't work on your phone. Okay, cool. So, what's the one Tony Hawk uses for the layman out there? Is is he just? I think he's a shortboard. Okay, cool. I use it. So this would be longer than your regular Tony Hawk board. Yes. Okay. So regular than your longer than your regular Tony Hawk skateboard. Yeah, is what I'd say. Um, He's at he's at the he's at the David Beckham of the. The skateboard, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, there's like loads of stuff. There's like rockers and climbers, depending on how, that's the type of bend that your skateboard has. Mate, there's loads of stuff to okay. go through that. So uh, I won't bore you with that, but okay. it's an electric longboard and they're kind of, I feel like they're kind of on the cusp. They've been around for a little while. Mm. I feel like they're on the cusp of becoming the next hot thing mm-hmm. um, in terms of traveling around. Like, you know, there was that small blast of time when we had those things that didn't even hover called hoverboards. Yeah. Those can move over. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the boosted board, it's got, it comes in a couple of options. Mm. Uh, it comes in the dual and a dual plus. Mm. Uh, I believe that the dual is the second version iteration of this because okay. they've been around for a while. 
and the board's pretty cool. I'm not a light guy. Mm. Like I am 16 stone. Mm. Yeah. At, mm. my, at some of my lighter weights, I'm, yeah. I'm 15 and a half. That's yeah. about 220 pounds. Yeah. And it's made out of bamboo, which is a really good board. Um, it's, it's, a, it's called, it's a loaded board. They've hooked up with some guys called loaded. So first things first, I was worried about getting on a skateboard was would it break in half? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I was like, if I get on it, is it just going to break in half? <laughs> yeah. The answer to that is no. Um, you'll get other different kind of skateboards with like it. An electric breadstick, Bre- <laughs> an electric piece of of, of plywood. Yeah, <laughs> snap. Um, and it comes in a couple of options. So there's like the Jewel and the Jewel Plus. Uh, long story short, the Jewel Plus has got more juice. It packs more of a punch. You okay. can go up higher yeah. gradients. So like I think it's like 25 degrees uphill. You can go on it. You can go uphill on it. Yeah, it's an electric. That's the thing. That's the thing. Right. So the spec, I'll go through, I'll, I'll quickly go through the specs. So like the <laughs> dual plus. Gears? Yes. Wow. I'll, ex- I'll explain. So like, ask me about gears in about 10 okay, seconds. Okay. So there's like 2000 watts of power in it. 22 miles an hour top speed. Really? Yes. 22 miles an hour. Yeah. On a board with the breeze in your face is fast. It can yeah. climb 25% grade hills. It's got a seven mile range with a standard battery, 12 mile range with the extended battery extra traction grip tape on the top uh and it's only 15 and a half pounds depending on the battery type that mm-hmm, you've got in it mm-hmm. so the li- little brother to it the jewel's just got a little less spec little slower mm-hmm. like a little less juice in it little less crazy but yeah the way it works it's got this little belt that pulls around the wheels and the yeah. motor and the, and the battery sit under the board okay yeah so they're not in the way it looks like yeah. a normal board from yeah. the top yeah uh but when you're riding it yeah it's like whoo- yeah. like people can hear it kind of whiz it wearing around and it comes with this little joypad is what I'm going to call it it's like yeah. a one handed joypad which has a trigger yeah. like a safety trigger which you have to hold down otherwise it doesn't go yeah. and like a ball like a a wheel that you push forward and roll for, and it, and it as you push it forward it rolls forward now there's three settings on this okay. slow yeah. which is where I started yeah. a bit faster than a walk if I'm honest yeah. you're still going to if someone's walking down the street you're still going to roll past them kind yeah. of fast that video that you've put on social media what what <laughs> setting is that slow, slow. Oh, that was on really? slow and it took a little ride yeah. for me to work up to medium because I found that the way it works is is it it, it it breaks by kind of going in reverse. So you know yeah, like okay, when you're yeah, playing yeah, su- yeah. Super Mario Kart, yeah. when you press brake and yeah. you hold it down, if you come to a stop, you start reversing. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Okay. Or like in 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 in, in GTA, stuff yeah, like that. It's yeah. kind of like that. Except obviously I'm not shooting Mac-10s at people and <laughs> running over hookers after, <laughs> after taking a ride on my board. But yeah, so I worked out that when I put it on medium, mm-hmm. the braking was a bit better because the, the it's allowing the motor to do more. Yeah. So... Yeah, like I did, I have put it on fast a couple of times. Really? And yeah, after being, I tried it once when I first got on it because I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at your knees now because you're wearing shorts, no, no bumps or scrapes. Or, nah, so you survived. No, nah, I was fine. Okay. I will say you should wear safety stuff though because this okay. is like, it's the cross between a motor. Like for me, it's cross between like a vehicle because of the 22 miles an hour it can yeah. get top speed and like a skateboard. And coming off a skateboard, you fuck yourself up yeah, anyway. Yeah. So if you've got one that's like, electric and it can go even faster come on man just do the right thing and wrap up um so like some of the spec in it i was like all right cool like all right seven miles can you really get seven miles out of it? so i took it for a ride mm-hmm. and yeah granted it's seven miles on different type of terrain mm-hmm. i took it through london and i managed to get 6.2 miles out of it or something so 
before you had to kind of recharge it yeah before the battery just died okay. i literally did 6.2 miles and the battery was flashing yeah. and i literally got to my destination which was but like I guess six point when the battery two. dies you kind of just use it like a regular skateboarder yeah i mean if you wheel it down the street like a regular skateboard you get a little bit more resistance because the motor's still attached to it uh-huh. but you could just wheel it downhill and uh-huh. roll with it but you could like travel into work yeah. and charge it up and ride home again mm. you just plug it in put yeah. the plug in your back in a little in a little rucksack but yeah you can go uphill that's one of my favorite things is getting on it going downhill no one really pays attention yeah and then it's like when you go uphill you see drivers going what the fuck some guy was like oh you need road tax (laughs) (laughs) um so that's it man like it it, it's a really what gets me is that it's not just like a faddy kind of thing like some of the stuff that we get in the show is great but I can't see longevity out of it. Mm-hmm. But this this board, like, it's a really good board. It's got good wheels on it. Um, if you care, it's some Kegel wheels. Yeah. But I think they're by Gorilla. Okay. So what, what, what is this? Is this some kind of, like, CIA prototype? Is this out now? It's is- out. It's out now. It's It exists. It's here. Um, it's, it's just like... What's the price point? Okay. So it's two versions of it, right? Yeah. In dollars... Because it's approximately the same in mm. in in pounds now, pretty mm. much when you work out yeah. exchange, a little bit less. Cheers, it's thirteen hundred dollars for the jewel and mm. fifteen hundred dollars for the jewel plus. Okay, so you, it's a lot, yeah. but you're paying for quality. I don't think that's a lot considering how much skateboards are like a exactly. real proper. Sk- yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same as if you got a little crispy, you know, twenty pound skateboard. But then that's the kind of skateboard that would break when I stood stand on it. Well, yeah. One that has broken when I've stood ah! on it has been like that. But this is like a, I feel like it's less of a play thing, but yeah. more of a thing like in London, the roads are not the smoothest. Yeah. So I feel like there's going to be a bit more wear and tear on the tyres on this. Mm-hmm. But I will say the average commute for somebody or their walking commute mm. has got to be made a lot easier by using something like this. What's the legalities on skateboarding in the city of London? Because <clears throat> is it a pavement thing? Is it a road thing? Like, where are you positioned? I, For me personally, yeah. I'm a little bit slower on the pavement. Okay. Now, there's people out there that do ride on the roads. I've seen it online. I'm just not that kind of guy. I think I kind of got to an age in my life where I realised it's going to take a while for a broken bone. To, to 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 heal if a nutter driver pulls out on me because I yeah. feel like the roads are dangerous because of other people yeah. not just me um, but I mean I'm aware that in this country um, you are not allowed to ride on the pavement with a bicycle yes but does that I'm not I'm I not think too it's much. a grey area for this yeah okay. I think unless there's like a huge sweeping wave mm-hmm. of people riding them all over the place yeah. like they were with the hover uh-huh. oh, fuck, I hate calling them hoverboards segways yeah <laughs> um, unless there's a huge sweeping wave I don't think it's going to be a case where the government steps in okay. and I feel like with this price point people yeah. that get it aren't just going to be stupid with it yeah. does that make sense yeah. like if yeah. it was like a hundred dollar board yeah. I reckon you just have kids yeah. like getting them from their parents yeah. riding them yeah. around but that's a good point yeah man well, like, I was just very conscious of the power I think mm. this is the first time in my life I've the been responsible it's the first time I've been responsible like in terms of like thinking I just don't want to go mad with it because you can like the power's ridiculous 22 miles an hour Marty McFly I could have time travelled I could have done what the Flash done in Injustice 2 I could have travelled 
traveled so fast that I go into an alternate universe. Um, <laughs> go to the back of a car. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I liked it, man. I've and I've I've used it a few times to whiz around, like so. It's cool. We, I mean, it's to the point now where we've um we've actually doing a video which is going to come out at the same time as this podcast. Okay. Which we put in howtokillanow.com, which just kind of gives you a rundown of the board. You can see it, see me having a go on it. Brilliant. Kind of slow. Yeah. I can go faster than yeah. that now. I was looking at the video edit and I'm like, yo, Paul, who's editing the video? I'm like, yo, can you make us go a little bit faster? Can you just speed it up? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good board, man. And I see it as something I could use as a little commuting device, like a mini commuting device. Brilliant. It's a boosted board. All right, into the interesting world of tech and gadget. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, by the way, Boosted Boards, for sending them over to us, man. Cheers, They're, um, Boosted Boards. Solid. So, Funk, this is something that is so you. Yeah. This is all you because this is your world. Twitter. Me. It's redesigned. It it has been a few mi- uh, miles, a few weeks since this has happened, but Twitter's looking different. Can you talk me through it, please? Because I've, at the same time, remember, I switched to another phone because I was yeah. testing it out for the show. So I was, I was testing out a new BlackBerry. So I presume that was just how Twitter looked. So yeah. when I came back to my own phone last week, I was like, what the hell? So what the hell's gone on with Twitter, Funk? Um, what they've done is obviously they changed the layout once again. They've got four icons at the bottom. have got home button, um, the search, the notification buttons, and your DMs are now yeah. on the bottom right. Okay. Um, so the button which they used to have to kind of access your multiple Twitter accounts if you had more than one, that's been moved up to the top left of the screen now. That's how you access that. And that's how you access your home feed as well. Yeah. I don't know why they keep doing this. I don't know if this is the way of kind of trying to rebrand the wheel and try to, to fool people as, mm. oh, yeah, it's different. Mm. We just put more spokes on it. It's, oh, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's Twitter. It's not Twitter. It's Twitter Plus. Exactly. Yeah. Twi- Twitter S. Twitter Lite. Twitter S. <laughs> Twitter with less sugar. So, so I mean, I, I can't understand the the thinking behind it when you play around with um the kind of the, the face of something the, the whole impetus i would believe is to kind of add something new or take something away but yeah. i can't see anything's missing they haven't added any more characters in the in the tweets um apart from obviously the look of the <laughs> I'm just really struggling to find out. You know, it, it, this feels like those um, um, those sex you used to get in the, the newspapers and the magazines of the spot what's missing and you're looking closely at the two images <laughs> to see like, okay, they've Has both the Dalmatian got, got 98 dots. Exactly. They both yeah. got glasses on. Yeah, it's literally, mm. it's so, um, it's getting a bit annoying now. So for now you're saying there's all this change. I mean, there's a... I don't know. So you feel like there's not much difference then? I think. Do you feel it looks better? I didn't really have an issue with the one before. I, for, at first glance, I can see that there's probably a lot more heavier content on the the kind of the magnifying glass, which kind of links you to the news section, which is kind of what they wanted to kind of push. Because I feel like a lot of people are waking up in the morning mm. rather than going to the notifications. They're hitting that second icon and take them to the news mm. kind of thing. And so I, you think that's what they want people to be doing? Yeah, I think they want to um, strengthen their audience into that 
they want to funnel it into that that whole news segment because Twitter Twitter breaking news is probably the fastest <laughs> news publication media organization out there that isn't owned by Rupert Murdoch <laughs> for now for now yet. exactly all right then well okay so moving forward Twitter's made a few changes but it's not ruined your Twitter experience can you still get on there and troll I mean tweet whenever you want to <laughs> yeah, of course okay. there's a world as a way all right then fair enough so don't worry Twitter's so it's still here and it's with us. Uh, speaking of um, using the internet in a sinister way, fun, mm-hmm. there's the dark web out there. <laughs> we all know about the dark web. It is uh, an a ungoverned part of the web. Yeah. You know like how there's in every city there's downtown? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you go downtown. Yeah. There's a little area where stuff goes on that we all know shouldn't be happening. Yeah. But the last, happens. The last stop on the subway. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> the end of the line. The end of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that part of the internet the dark web now we all know people can buy illicit items Mm -hmm. you know sex guns Mm -hmm. assassinations apparently but one common thing that flies around on the dark web is people's details their personal details now we've got this information uh, from GetKeeper, a company that actually supports people having passwords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a password protection device, so mm-hmm. quite interesting they've passed this information <laughs> out. But in- people's details get sold out there. It's fact of life. Online fraud's a thing. But I want to ask you, I want to give you a quick quiz. I want to ask you how much you think specific details are worth on the dark web in pounds. Yeah. So imagine you want to buy some details to use them. Mm-hmm. For example, a Netflix password and login. How much do you think that would be on the dark web? Um, it's a tricky one. Because I'm, know, I'm, cause I'm you know guessing, what? how would they value it? Do they, do they value it on Bitcoin? how long? <laughs> do they value it on how long you can use it for? Or well, Okay, so put it like this. If I gave you details, I suppose once you got rumbled, yeah. it stopped working. Okay. All right, all right. Go on. Let, let's go like this. Actually, yeah. What do you think is one of the more expensive things? Like the sort. What sort of personal details do you think would be the most expensive? Probably personal details for a passport. Yeah, close, close. There's something that's a something that's really weird. That's a bit that's a, that ranks a bit higher. Okay, well, to, bank account details, obviously. A bit higher than that. Higher than bank account details and passport. Mm, very personal information that that isn't you're not illegally allowed to discuss uh, you're not legally allowed to discuss with anyone else that's my little clue so if you tell one person certain details about you they are not allowed to share them with others okay um medical information yeah apparently 800 pounds for a complete medical record 800 pounds for a complete medical record and that's so people are paying more for medical records than they are yeah mm. it's weird and and this has got to be something to do with the with what you can do with the medical information i guess i think in america maybe you yeah. might be able to do Traffic a lot more organs. yeah you can i don't know uh, yeah organ information i don't know is it is that the sort of information you can use to set up i don't know like i don't understand why if, yeah. if you know please let us know yeah um after that, it gets it gets a lot lower. So there's like medical records from a large scale attack, which I think is a bit sick. That's like a couple of quid to eight pounds. Uh, how much do you think an email address? If if I've brought it down now, so it's like one pound twenty to eight pounds for a medical record. How much do you think an email address and password is? Little Gmail, Hotmail in dollars. Just, in dollars? just doing quids. We're in the UK okay. right now. Um, don't know fifty p. 
Yeah, that's sixty p to two quid. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you think? One of the 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 the, the, the well, actually, we already spoke about it. What do you think is one of the cheapest things then to nick? One of the most common things, <laughs> something that most of us kind of nick off a mate anyway. Um. Ooh. I don't know. Help me out. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd go on the dark web and buy a Netflix password. Where's 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 Wi-Fi in that list? What? Wi-Fi passwords. Oh, you can hack that for free. Exactly. Surely. That's got to be cheap yeah. as well. That's got to be ten p. Yeah. But a bit more information about hackers. Thirty-two pound an hour is what they make on average. Mm. Mm, not bad. Yeah. Better than the minimum bad. wage here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a career. Yeah. Yeah, that's a career. Interesting. Um, PayPal credentials are one pound twenty. A Hulu account and a Spotify account are £2.20. Very interesting. Mm. It's interesting that people stick uh, Nick's Spotify accounts because I feel like people are so used to internet being free yeah. that um, to, to pay for anything, they're like... Ugh. Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Another app that's... Um, you're in this world as well. Happy. I know you don't use it as much as Twitter, but Snapchat, there's been a lot of hype as well over the last seven days as well about this added about feature. It. Yeah. Can we please discuss, fuck? From what I heard, obviously I'm not a big user of Snapchat, um, that they have, on the most recent update, <clears throat> incorporated a, <laughs> a location finder for mm. its users. So I'm not sure how detailed and specific it is because you know when you use your iPhone, you take a picture on your iPhone and you go to the yeah. camera roll, it can kind of, it shows you where geographically you took the pictures and the videos. Yeah, yeah. The, They've got people for crimes with that, you know. Really? Yeah, because of that because of that information that's ingrained into the picture. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you can't get rid of it, can you? Nope. Interesting. So oh, actually, wait, where there's a will, there's a way, probably, yeah. but it's, it's like a layman like me or you, no, yeah. you wouldn't have to get it out. But it seems a bit like um, when Instagram first did its update and it had the automatic settings mm. on its... But you could switch them off. I turned that off. Yeah, but is there an off switch on this Snapchat update? I don't have my... Uh, location services on 90% of the time okay. they're on when I need them yeah. and when I have them on I'm on the move okay. I'm not static okay. I'm not sitting there letting the world watch me know where I'm at jeez <laughs> so how detailed I guess it, it just so, goes down to a city though it doesn't so it's very detailed because really? they bought an app called Zenly for about 250 to 250 mil yeah. and Zenly allowed you to find out what your friends were doing so like they've, this isn't new and not robust they've bought a company who can do this so you can see pretty good detail like okay. you can see like i'll do i'll do it right now let's do some live snapchat mapping like let me go i mean there's a big difference between you snapchatting and it's showing your location in london as opposed to you snapchatting it's showing your location in the john smith road yeah tottenham court road in in the heart of yeah central london i mean how Oh, who can see my location on the ghost map? You can actually can choose only me, ghost mode, your friends, or select friends. Okay. Uh, I'm in ghost mode right now, boy. Um, and you can actually add little... Ch- so, yeah, it's... it's um, Well, Funk, it's, it's, it's down to the place. It's very tight. There's somebody in Hyde Park right now. Really? Yeah. And I can see exactly where in Hyde Park they are. Uh, let's see where I am. Let's see if it looks like you can see the road. Yeah, it's pretty much to the road. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you kind of get the, kind of get this faux Google mappy kind of look where they kind of cartoonize. That's a stalker's stuff. delight. Yeah, you can see restaurants and stuff as well. So you can see if I was in a restaurant or a food point, and you can create stories that only certain people can see. And there's like hot spots on the map as well. 
So you know like heat spots when you look at hot areas. The red spots are where there's a lot of snaptivity. <laughs> eh? Paranormal snaptivity. Yeah, and then the dark, <laughs> the, co- the cooler spots are where there's less snaptivity. So obviously the hot spots in the UK right now are London. It's bunning up here. Birmingham and Manchester. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, I can see where a couple of my mates are. Wow, I can see one's at home. One's at home and one's... So let me get this straight, yeah? Oh, and one's... Let me get this straight. <laughs> and one's at the calf. I can see... <laughs> Shout out to Nick Carter. I can see he's at his house. A DJ mate of mine. I can see that Ryan, his mate, is at the calf. So how does it... Shit. Do, do I have to be on Snapchat for you to find my location or do I have to snap for you to find my location? I, I think if the, if the app's working in the background using your location services, then you should be findable. So can Depends you find on your me? settings. Uh, are you are you on, have you got open snap though and have you put it on? Let me see. Let me open Snapchat now. Just do a live experiment. Let's ask okay. these questions. These questions need answering. Okay. I've just opened Snapchat. I haven't taken a snap at all. Yeah. Uh, are your location services on? Uh, and have you put on ghost mode? Basically you go to that screen where you'd usually Frank doesn't use Snap a lot, he's a Twitter. Martial artist, but you just go to your main uh, page where you open a snap, uh, where you're going to make a snap, and then and like pinch out, and it opens the maps. If you're bored now, feel free to press plus fifteen seconds a few times. <laughs> so let me check this out. There's a lot of snapping at Buckingham Palace today. This is. This is ridiculous. Thought Park's busy today as well. Jeez. Okay, yeah, so my location settings are on. Yeah. So can you see Can you see me on there? All right, let me come out of it and then go back in again because uh, obviously and that funk has just hopped in. Can't see you at the moment, but I, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know, funk. I don't know. I don't know what your settings are. You're on ghost mode or everyone can see you. So how do, how do I do that? Okay. When you first went into it, it should say, do you want to be on ghost mode? No, that didn't come up. Oh, click on yourself and click on settings. Like, find yourself on the map. Can you find yourself? Anyway, you're safe, Funk, then. You're yeah, safe. Yeah. I'm just saying, what do you think this is going to do to the world of Snap? Is this going to just be another thing that people are going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake. I would like to get a um, collection of data in regards to how many divorces occur (laughs) or have occurred after this update has been because they're going to go through the roof I mean I can even see now that DJ Policy is in Ibiza our mate of ours really? yeah he's in in Ibiza next to Burger King or not too far from it really? yeah so it actually tells you what part of Ibiza he's in he's in Santorini right now it's like looking at Google Maps Santorini and to the left of him is Burger King. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, so the amount of divorces. So we need to, we need an economist on the show, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and find out how this affects, mm-hmm. how this affects the economy and relationships. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> this is going to take stalking to a whole new level. Yeah. Where you at? I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Snap maps mm-hmm. says that your snaptivity mm-hmm. is not occurring near your house. Are we the- getting to... Are- Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. We get into use of sharing information because before, remember, it was weird to even think about getting an uber from somebody who's an unlicensed cab driver with an app and they're going to take your money and they're not going to rip you off well this is the thing that confuses me because there's this generation of <clears throat> internet users which are very very um paranoid yeah about being followed about being watched but they're very <laughs> they're the very same internet users that actually have apps like this so yeah. i don't know whether or not when push comes to shove and their favorite app does kind of incorporate something like this they kind of succumb to the fact that this is their favorite app and it's that's it they're, they're hooked anyway so they're not gonna because so if twitter did twitter maps you'd just be like all right yeah roll with it what can i do fair the enough the force is too strong i mean i mean snapchat's user base is absolutely yeah. insane i'm probably like the 0.001 percent yeah. who don't use it so i can't see um folk having uh, a problem with it the same thing happened with whatsapp uh, there was a point in time, probably around last year, around this time, where everyone was like losing their marbles because apparently there was some encrypted code in, in WhatsApp which allowed your certain images to kind of be used by third parties and whatnot. And everyone went off about it for literally 24 hours and then they carried on using WhatsApp again. Yeah, so yeah. It just shows yeah. you the strength of the brand in these situations. Yeah. These brands are very strong and they actually know it now that news circulates and gets turned over the turnover news is so quickly that the next day Theresa may will steal the headlines anyway so yeah. we don't have to worry about what's, what's the issue exactly well it's not designed for sinister use anyway so it's kind of you can see they who's say in the that city. yeah obviously i'm just like it's a bit weird to mm-hmm. everyone to know we're at all the time like, mm-hmm. i don't know like a bit of privacy but mm-hmm. um you so you can like see where your friends are at. So I suppose there's a few of your mates at the park. You can message them saying, "Hey, what's the park like? Yeah. Well, let's meet up and go to the yeah. pub." Or like if I was going to Ibiza, mm-hmm. I suppose it would be nice to know where your DJ friends are. Yeah. Go check them. But yeah. we'll see how that pans out. But for me, it feels a little bit weird. Um, you know, 
I, I mean, like I there's, I better, there's better ways to use tech sometimes. Yeah. Like, but I understand that Snapchat is has struggled from being ripped off consistently. Yeah. Because they've always managed to stay ahead of the curve. They had stories first. They were on the filters vibe really early as well. So they have got to do stuff to stay ahead. So do, I get it. Do you know what? Um, to get people, to keep people coming back to them and using them. You know what troubles me though? There was an app on the iPhone when you first got it and the app was called Find My Friends. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Find My exactly. Friends. Yeah. And this, and that actively had some sort of, um, uh, what's the word? There were, there was, there was certain checks and balances in terms of who you allowed to view your location. Mm. This is a little bit more open and I, and I felt like when I read the news about this, that they could have made the locations a bit more localized, not as specific as it was like mm. at least reduce it to the borough, mm. but not the street. And do you know what I mean? People could be outside your house mm. literally mm. and you aren't given, even when you kind of have um, off switches, what you've actively done is that it's like basically going, here's Marcus's postcode. Okay. He's taking it down now, but you've already seen it. So you yeah. actually know where, this location or the roundabout of where this person lives. So it is a bit dangerous the way they've kind of put everything out there and then said, Oh yeah, well you can, you can take it down if you want. It's just like saying, Oh yeah, these are everything in your DMS and everything is out there now for people to see. You can turn it off if you want to, but yeah, yeah. they can't unsee what they've seen. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Just the way that we share data is so interesting. I mean, we've had so many cases before in the past of social media crimes and whatnot and, and like things like this. And that was before they had this kind of technology about where they could actually find a location. Now mm. it's going to be like um, even more problematic. Yeah. I mean, there's that wicked advert on TV at the moment, actually, where you see some girl who's like, hey, just chilling at mums, outside mums. And you see a guy like, zoom in on her house number copy it then you see her like um it's like happy birthday like she does birthday snaps so the person gets her birthday details it's like 20 like 25 today really so, yeah like and you see it's like an advert on tv a guy copies those details then there's a picture where a card's in the background guy copies those details and then he see him applying for a new credit card wow it's feasible bruv it's wow. feasible and wow. people are like oh i don't know i got fraud yeah. like i'm like chill yeah. man yeah yeah. Be easy. And be can, got, yeah. can I mention <laughs> talking of Ford, yeah, and this is a very funny situation. Um one of our DJ colleagues in the UK, very well probably well known also in the US, um, a DJ, hip hop DJ by the name of Tim Westwood. Yeah. He um got caught slipping in the worst way you can um via when? social media. Oh yeah. Shouts to Tim. Yeah. Always good for the banter and the jokes. Basically, Tim's game in terms of courting ladies is a little bit different um not not not, not different per se it is it is something which is frequented by many men who operate in that tax bracket but tim's style is to kind of show the ladies his um financial prowess mm. so what tim westwood did and it was all over social media <laughs> i was quiet he basically sent a snapchat um picture of his bank card to uh, a, a young prospective female who he wanted to 
kind of slide under the sheets with possibly but this snapchat was of his bank card not any not any bank card it was a hsbc black black card, card. and oh the, the caption was that it was, it was supposed to be a private snapchat to this one female but he put it on his main story yeah. kind of thing which so it's seen by any everyone and everyone so obviously he had to kind of cancel the the card afterwards <laughs> and he he jokingly put on instagram that he was in holiday uh, in the in the um, in the caribbean and whatnot and he had to cancel his card now he's got no credit cards and whatnot so he has oh, to wait for a new one to get man. sent sent out to him but it just shows the dangers of of hitting that wrong button that is just like um oh, christmas day shit. christmas day for the the the, the fraudulent gang out it there. is right here look yep. here's the snap Hey baby, looking forward to taking you to dinner on Thursday. I appreciate you want to get your ha- nails, hair, and a wax. <laughs> Even some new shoes or a clutch bag. Use my card. It's black. It's black with private banking, so there's no limit. But don't be buying a new car. <laughs> Shit. I like yeah. the way that you said, "Don't be going to buy a new car." Yeah. <laughs> which yeah, boosted board though? Which she could do because yeah, that black card has no limit, like wow. Masterpiece Record Label. Wow, so that's like a whole different. So people that were people, <laughs> people that were that, that that were that were questioning Tim's money can relax now because it's very apparent. Yeah, and then uh, you know what he did? He did come. He did come clean on Snap. Yeah, he goes, yeah. "So I fucked up. Acts. I accidentally Snapchat my credit card details. <laughs> Had a hundred and eighty six screen grabs. Now I'm in Bermuda with no credit cards. I guess I got a lot of four one nine boys on my Snap scammers. <laughs> I'm sneaking out of the hotel on Monday." <laughs> Fucking hell. Shout out to Tim Westwood. Oh, man. Yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Oh, man. That is hilarious. Well, oh, well. Do you know what? That's lucky that he... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, like that. I like that he saw the funny side of things. Yeah. And you know what? He treats the ladies right. Mm-hmm. Get yourself that nails, hair, and a wax. You <laughs> Wait, I appreciate you may want to get nails hair and a wax so she ain't got nails and he know this is how i know tim knows his ladies he, she might not have any hair so he's gonna buy that hair she might want to buy some nails and buy some hair well she might have hair because obviously yeah, but he, he suggests, that in. she suggested that she needs a wax so yeah, she has she hair to, but just in the, in the wrong places so she's got he wants her to have more hair yeah on her because he's not gonna ask her to get hair weaved into a pum pum and then waxed no he's gonna get more weave in the hair and a, and a wax downstairs yeah that's so what she, it is. So she's bald up top, but bushy down below. Yeah. And I hope you learn your lesson from this, listener, because <laughs> if Tim can get it, so can you. So yeah. don't be Snapchatting your details. Fucking hell. And that's what the big dog. The big dog. Wow. It wasn't an accident, though, Tim, was it? I don't accidentally do that. Come on, Tim. Yeah. Tell the truth, man. Wow. <laughs> so um, a quick switch up. Mm-hmm. Wobot is something that came out. It's a robot that's AI. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a therapeutic chatbot designed and created by a team of Stanford psychologists and AI experts. And mm-hmm. um, it doesn't show any personal information publicly via your newsfeed, by the way, if you use this, because it works through Facebook. Oh, Nothing a, put into this will be relief. public. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's this session because there's been a big discussion about mental health mm-hmm. and the use of social media. Because mm-hmm. I think, we're in very privileged positions because we've been around before social media mm-hmm. came to its, its you know, epic state in the way. Like, it's like a, 
I feel like social media is like an element. Now you've got like fire, water, <laughs> and social media. It's just a part of the world now, yeah? Let's get Bruce Willis and Mila Jovovich and, and redo the... the fifth s- element. Yeah, it's the sixth six, element. The sixth element. The sixth element yeah. now, yeah. Um, so... She has to save the world from Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, let's, long story short, all social media is depressing a lot of young people who mm-hmm. can't seem to handle the what it does really is like yeah. it's, it's a rewarding system which rewards you for likes and shares and da, da, da. and some people can't handle the way that social media can really distort distort reality so you feel like your life maybe isn't as exciting as others mm-hmm. and also make you feel neglected because other people are getting so much attention and like now mm-hmm. i know there's loads of different ways that this can happen mm-hmm. and there's loads of other reasons that social media may or may not be good but that's this this, this is what we discussed a lot on the show right yeah. you know what so, social media is like what's that that bruce lee film when the the final fight is in the hall of mirrors and uh <laughs> And he's fighting the man with the the metal hand. What is that? The original Vega. Yeah, the original um, Vega. Oh, what is that? Is that? It's not, it's not Into the Dragon, is it? I think it, no, it's not In the Dragon. It's not. It's not Game of Death, is it? Is it? Oh, is, it is it sure? It's not. Is it Into the Dragon? It might be Into the Dragon. I think it might be Into the Dragon. Anyway, um, that's what it's like. That final scene. That's what social media is like. You're in a hall of mirrors, <laughs> but the new generation they can't differentiate what is the real image of themselves and the yeah. distorted image, but they're trapped in there. Yeah, and so they punch the mirror, yeah. and cut themselves on the glass. <laughs> so somebody's decided to deep to to, to um deep. Somebody's decided to to bounce back and and say, how can we use social media to to change that? And it's something called Wobot. It's chatbot. And you sign up to it mm-hmm. literally via Facebook. Mm-hmm. You just you just search for Wobot um, and you talk to it in your messenger. Now, it's not a person. I, I actually signed up for it to have a go because mm-hmm. I thought, fuck it, let's mm-hmm. do it free for 14 sessions. Mm-hmm. I'll take 14 sessions. Mm-hmm. And then you can pay weekly for it to continue. And it, it kind of uses, I feel like it uses cognitive behavioral therapy. So it kind of asks you to share how you feel mm. and reflects on you and maybe kind of just discusses the way that you feel and why you may be feeling it mm. and ways to get around that. And I'm looking at you and my eyes just glazed over because I'm actually absorbing what you're selling to me, the concept. It is like it is literally like going to a counseling session as an alcoholic situated in a pub. Is <laughs> so People with mental health issues rooted in social media mm-hmm. are now using an artificial intelligent robot situated on social media yeah. to help them with their problems. Yeah, but it's but, but Jesus it like takes the will. But, but the thing is, though, <laughs> it's it's like it is like a therapist going into a bar mm-hmm. and maybe just putting up a sign saying, "Hey, if you." think you drink a bit too much and you want to manage it take my number text me and we'll meet up somewhere outside of here mm-hmm. on the sly do you know what i mean okay i can do it do you get what i'm saying or yeah it, that's how that's how i feel it is it's kind of like it's not designed to say bring you this like kind of saying well if that's where you're going to be mm-hmm. that's where the help needs to go sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like the help needs to go to where yeah the issue is do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know 
if there's a, a youth crime culture yeah. saying, oh, it's all right, we'll just have a club up the roads. Everyone, nah, you got to go in there and get people to go in, get mm-hmm. in the mix and mm-hmm. in certain situations. Mm-hmm. So it's good because it's free because if you can't afford uh, a therapist, it's pretty cool. And $12 for a month or $39, no, $12 a week, $39 a month or $312 a year. It's a lot cheaper than a real mm-hmm. therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trialing it at Stanford at the moment. And they find that they found that students aged 18 to 28 showed reductions in anxiety and depression when they use Wobot for two weeks. There's loads of information about what it does, um, but I'll kind of tell you how it works. It asks you how you feel. It asks you to say... That's a good start. (laughs) (laughs) It tells you how it feels. I'm great. How are you? Yeah. Um, It asks you how you feel. So you describe how you feel. Energy levels. Mm Mm-hmm descriptive words but it because it's a chatbot it kind of has set replies Mm -hmm. because it can't you can't say anything to it yeah because it's not that clever it's not as clever as humans to understand every single conceivable kind of mixture of of words is it as clever as siri it's much cleverer than siri okay but it's designed specifically for one purpose whereas siri you could say what's the weather today Mm. find me a film Mm. that this is only going to help you out with situations that are based around sort of your mental health and, and how you are and it, after using it for a week, I found that it actually took information that I put into it and showed you graphs of like your energy levels. Mm-hmm. So I was like always using it at night. Mm-hmm. So I was like, to be fair, energy levels are low. I've had a long day, chilled. And it said your energy levels have been low in these points of the week. And I asked you how you feel and shows you different ways of thinking, for example. And it doesn't do it like this, but for example, which of these sentences is a negative is the most negative sentence? Oh, I'm tired and I'm worried about my, my interview today or oh, I'm never going to get any other job in the world. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it goes, you know, obviously, yeah, you know, the second sentence is the, mo- is the most uh, depressed, uh, is the most negative one. And this is why, mm-hmm. you know, here's how to think about things in a way. And sometimes you can project <clears throat> negative thoughts which affect you, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like it's a nice touch. I feel mm. like it's a really, really nice house. Wobot is free. There's links to it in howtoclinow.com. If you're genuinely feeling a little bit down, tr- I mean, try it. Bear in mind, this is not a real person. Yeah. It's not a replacement for therapy, but mm. it's a nice thing for you to attempt. Yeah. And I, I know me and Funk have had a laugh about it and stuff yeah. like that, but I mean, it's good, man. I feel like it's there. It's yeah. there for people. And I and tried I'm- it. And and I, yeah, go on. Yeah, and I mean, my laughing is purely on a surface. Level. I think it's very fascinating. It yeah. actually touches on um, an article that me, you, and Billy kind of glanced over in the week. Yes. So yes, yeah. this article is, and is, it was kind of, kind of, t- uh, kind of approach it, not approach it, but this kind of definitely ties in with the whole robot mm. situation. Um, this article printed in the Harvard Business Review on June the nineteenth, and it basically says the the title of the article written by Ed Hess is in the AI age. Being smart will mean something completely different. Mm. And a lot of people thinking, what do you mean? And basically, when you think about the concept of smart and intelligence and how you measure IQ, it is based on a series of uniform tests, which are kind of, there's a general consensus around the world. If you look at um, institutions like Menserve and so forth, or just general um, intelligence quotas, everyone understands that if you say, if you go to... China or if you go to Japan or if you go to Brazil or go to uh, South Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, wherever, and you say to someone, this person is disintelligent and you back that up with 
their IQ level, mm. it is generally expe- uh, 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 expected that everyone understands the kind of the parameters when you kind of begin to break things down. Now, what they're saying is that in the age of AI, yeah, that's going to completely change mm-hmm. because AI cannot be beaten. You are not going to beat a computer in terms of facts and intelligence because a computer can recall information at lightning speed perfectly as well perfectly perfectly but what it means is that it's it's exploring a new sense of how we um measure intelligence and how we kind of redefine intelligence and that is through our ability to um uh how can i put it to decipher emotion which is something which I've said before on previous episodes, AI is going to struggle with. So the the creative fields, um, fields which need some sort of emotional sensibilities, i.e., let's say if you're breaking down sensitive news, someone's just died, a AI-based system will find it very difficult to engage emotionally with the the bearer and disseminate that news in a sensitive manner that level of intelligence as it were hasn't been deemed as intelligence in before in the past because that's something which maybe people would class as i don't know common sense or 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 i don't know just a general awareness Mm. to to how to uh, approach different aspects of of people in life this is going to be now thrust into the realm of intelligence because what intelligence now is going to be, um, what's going to happen is going to be completely, uh, the playing field is going to be completely leveled because you're going to have computers which will be able to do what we do and better. So the benchmark for how we define ourselves, not only as humans, but also as intelligent, is going to have to be moved into this now emotional sphere. So it's very interesting to see how i mean it's going to happen obviously but right now how ai robots in general deal with the emotional capacity because that is a different level of intelligence like i said that can't be yeah. programmed or typed yeah. into yeah, exactly. if someone if someone responds and they and they feel sad there's there's all multiple ways you can approach that and i guess the closest thing i could relate that to is management styles if you had a AI that was a manager, and obviously there's different types of management styles, <laughs> you could have a, a manager that was like a dictator. You can have a manager that's very kind of um, caring and like showing love through uh, leadership through love. But knowing as and when to kind of use those management and leadership styles is an it, um, requires a deeper level of an emotional intelligence. Mm. So. I thought it's an amazing article which kind of like touches on the the kind of battleground that is going to be fought in terms of how we um, uh, lobby for our s- sense of worth in the workplace yeah. in the in the economical environment against machines who can do everything we can do but better and it's not just the way their thinking capacity obviously we there's going to be robot athletes soon as well that could probably run faster than us and, mm. and there's robot machines that can lift heavier things than us so we're we're literally <laughs> scraping the barrel as to 
our sense of worth in the world that we've created because we've created something which can obviously do things to such a high degree it's actually making us redundant yeah so but that- mate but do you think then this this could be a bit weird but is this why you're we're getting fame from people that can connect emotionally through comedy on youtube do you think that's why youtubers are so big now is that like a site is that because you couldn't get a computer that's, that's as funny that is very interesting as a as a youtube like do you know what i mean yeah or you couldn't get conversation like this with a computer at the moment. No. So is this why mediums like this and, and this sort of content is doing so well, even though we have access to loads of information that and is, we could be turning into <clears throat> books, books, books all the time. And we, we are reading a lot more. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, I think you touched on something very, very, very important there. For me, as a young-ish man, I feel like my ability to be impressed by someone who can um, kind of re... What's the word? Recall pi to the 7,000th decimal place isn't as... It's it's, it's not there anymore. I'm I'm not as impressed by that skill set as much because... Again, sorry, Rain Man. <laughs> sorry, back. Rain Man. It's because I guess that can be um, done. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. But again, when you look at the ability to kind of connect emotionally and and show humour or show some sort of a, 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 a emotional vulnerability through whatever medium, again, that's probably why these the the new age of celebrity kind of veers in that way as opposed to the more academic and old school sensibilities to intelligence yeah yeah another thing we just have to keep our eye on you know what i mean it's what we do here at how to kill an hour we'll mm-hmm. let you know as soon as as soon as robots can talk emotionally <laughs> and get down with us um but yeah i suppose that's why things like robot work in a limited capacity mm-hmm. interesting anyway so microsoft hololens isn't out yet and it's not virtual reality, it's mixed reality. It's, it's, a, it's a device that you wear, you can see the world, but you can also use computer functions that do emails, you can watch things, you can have things appearing out of things that are in front of you. Um, it's kind of like apparently being on mushrooms. <laughs> but, um, but somebody called uh, Abhishek Singh has shown what can be done with mixed reality. He recreated Super Mario, the first level, Yes, Super Mario. He recreated it in real life. So, was it appropriate to play Super Mario music? <laughs> but um, yeah, um, so he created real life Super Mario. So there's a video of him literally just walking down the street playing Super Mario. Mm-hmm. He has to jump to jump up, and he has to sort of jump on things to kill them. It was yeah. kind of just like. It's very interesting. You can fire fireballs like the 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 Mario that has the the white dungarees on. Yeah, he he can fire fireballs. Yeah. So literally, he's like you know, <laughs> and it's it's augmented reality. Yeah, so augmented reality. So he's playing Mario in real life. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on sort of um, 
augmented reality get or mixed reality games where you actually have to go outside and run around while playing them well obviously we saw the <clears throat> the the pandemonium which kind of took over the not just this country the world with um pokemon go yeah and that was one crazy and a half yeah it was over as quickly as it started yeah. but it just showed that this is the best capacity to get people active and out their houses because it engaged everyone young and small mm. in kind of active pursuits um this is the the best use of ar i've seen in a very very long time and obviously to see that the level that he's got it at as an independent developer imagine if they put a, a few more mario coins behind it and, yeah. and and cranked up a notch i mean this is a great idea if you're by yourself at the park on a quiet day yeah imagine if everybody is playing mario because <laughs> when everybody was going to find a charizard yeah yeah in um in central park in new york yeah it was like insane <laughs> you know the thing with this though obviously you have to be a lot more active with this um ar rendition of the the nintendo game. what a sick workout this would be exactly because you didn't have to jump and do all the madness that you have to do in this super mario game that you did in pokemon go yeah. pokemon go you just literally look for whatever it is yeah. and it will just pop up yeah. and you, you you throw something at, at yes. the most you just had to use a throwing movement with your arms this mario game you have to jump up like you have to hit the brick wall the brick above you to get the mushroom you have to jump to avoid the enemy mushrooms avoiding you. There's a lot of cardio involved in this game, so yes. you you will see you will see some um, some pounds dropping off you yeah. if you play this game. I think I like it. It's fun, but then like a multiplayer game like COD or something, I wouldn't mind playing a, a AR version <laughs> of that. Where you're running around the park. Like, Do you know what? Go, 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 go. You know what's quite troubling? What's quite troubling is is the fact that the world we live in today is not swayed by someone running and jumping randomly in the park because when you watch the video no one of, cares no one oh, the video how yeah, to clean out at comments yeah, up there yeah yeah when you watch a video of this guy playing it in the park yeah all the passers-by were just walking past him just like yeah. oh look another crazy person yeah it's, it's okay to be fair you're in new york a guy dressed as <laughs> super mario jumping around the park could just be like oh yeah cool <laughs> There's only other where else would he be in if he was in LA, yeah, yeah he'd probably be so he'd blend in. Yeah. He'd look like yeah. oh yeah, you know, yeah. Mario, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so very interesting. I mean good it could show the powers of augmented reality, but in terms of feasibility, nah. Like yeah. on, 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 a, on a mass scale, nah. Like, yeah, yeah. it ain't fun. Yeah. If I'm in the park, everyone's <laughs> around me. I mean, I don't know if you if I could get a field and do it in, but yeah. not everyone has access to a field. Don't tell them exercise isn't fun. Exercise is great. No, no, the results of exercise and healthy eating are great. <laughs> How you get there isn't yeah. fun. Yeah, oh, that's long. You, listen, <laughs> you you uh, riddle me this, funk. Yeah, yeah. football. Yeah, I see all the emotions. I see yeah. sadness, yeah. happiness, yeah. injuries. Yeah, yeah? injuring. <laughs> yeah, all sorts. I s- when have you ever seen a runner? And I want you to do this as a listener. When you're walking down the street, you see a runner. If you're running, mm-hmm. you see another runner. Mm-hmm. You tell me if you ever see one smiling with joy. Yeah. Or think about yourself when you're going for a run. You might be running, listening to this right now. Yeah. When you run, have you ever been smiling going, oh, this is amazing? Nah, never. It's t- <laughs> no one that's running looks like they're having fun at all. So, and as somebody who used to run. Yeah. 
just a little 5k every day i can tell you there was no point where i was like i i love that run yeah i like the effects yeah. like like I, I like the effects of eating healthy yeah. but you can't tell me that a burger and chips isn't the delicious yeah covered in smothered in mayonnaise and ketchup now you mentioned the only person i've seen smiling once they're running is usain bolt they, well, they, okay and he, look at him he's <laughs> he's super he's an x-man it's because he knows he's won before, he's a, the, yeah, before he, it started he's an x-man he eats chicken nuggets before he how can how can your meal prep really before, he ate chicken nuggets before oh, he broke goodness. the world record. He probably ate wow. something that was anti-nutritional value yeah. yeah, for him. That probably slowed him down. He ate chicken nuggets. No, this is why we can't use him as a comparison. Because he <laughs> ate chicken nuggets and looked at the clock yeah. as he beat the world yeah. record. Yeah, Ridiculous. Anyway, um, we'll move on. It'd like, be nice to wrap it up with this funk. Um, there's a man called D-Marble. And he flew from North Carolina to Seattle. You, you're good, yeah, you with me? Mm-hmm. He took a device on board um, called a spirit level. And he asked the pilot if he could dip the nose of the plane to compensate for the curvature in brackets of the world. And he recorded a 23 point four five uh twenty three minute and forty five second time lapse uh which by those measurements mean that the plane traveled over two hundred and three miles and according according to his spherical trigonometry given at the heliocentric model a globe model this should have resulted in the compensation of five miles of curvature but as you'll see there was no measurable compensation for curvature so basically what, I mean, I can give you some more gibberish if you want before I get to the summary. Would you like that? A little you bit more science gibberish? Most importantly, bodies of water, i.e. puddles, ponds, lakes, rivers, oceans, do not curve into a sphere. Droplets, yes. Oceans, no. The Earth is composed of 70% water. Other than waves and other ripples, the surface of that water generally lays flat. Therefore, the Earth is flat. <laughs> I knew we was getting there. I knew it. Once a year, we need someone to do this. Oh. So, the Earth is flat funk. Based on this guy who sounds like a West Coast battle rapper. What's his name? D Barnes? D Marble. D Marble. Yeah. Taking the spirit level, the most technically uh, advanced and astute piece of DIY equipment onto a plane I think Einstein did use a spirit level really yeah yeah. <laughs> so sure, did the nutty professor I'm sure he and, did and so did Robin Williams in Flubber he, he used a spirit level but they didn't uh, they didn't add that Einstein used a spirit level to do his patio <laughs> not in his not in his laboratory uh, so Isaac Newton probably used a spirit level as well <laughs> so right Bruv, what what is it? What is it? Is this why is it a thing for people so much as well? Why why would you cause a conspiracy? Why 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 would we want if the a world was flat? Why would we want people to think it was round? I mean, this is a twenty seventeen trend, yeah. and it, it absolutely annoys me because even when people are provided with hard concrete facts that they can't ignore. I mean, the the the, the most easiest one I would say is that if the world was flat. If you were to fly like whichever way you, you, you kind of look at it, left from Los Angeles towards Japan, let's say, then obviously you it wouldn't be the same distance of time as if you flew right yeah. from Los Angeles 
to Japan, which means that there is a joining point as to this, the the spherical nature of of the of the Earth. You're always met with <laughs> like the responses I've had to that are just yeah. like the best arguments are the ones that say yeah, but those hard facts. How do you know that they're hard facts? <laughs> The worst one I had when I had uh, I had a thread on my wall. I think you remember on my Facebook wall, mm-hmm. and it went on. I I actually didn't think it would go on that long, but it turned out to be one of my longest threads that I've had on my own personal Facebook wall, and it kind of exposed the division of thought and opinion in regards to this subject, and literally, people were coming up with things like how do you know the pictures of the of the world from nasa are real like they're nasa's pictures how do you has anyone we haven't seen the earth we haven't sorry we haven't seen the moon how do you know it's just like you literally get sucked into this nonsensical argument because it is nonsensical because there is so much scientific law out there to <laughs> <laughs> Marcus is creasing up. There's so much scientific law out there to prove the the spherical nature of the the, the globe. Um, I mean, just things from tides to the orbit to um, seasonal change and whatnot. You can go on and on and on, just on a, on, a, on a weather capacity that gets thrown all out. And I think it got it gets thrown out at the time when, if my memory serves it correct, I think a famous basketball player kind of started this all off again. Yeah. And then since then, it, cause <laughs> it has to be some celeb starting this. Yeah, this every week. single time. But I mean, I, I get it. People want to wanna question stuff. But I'm just like, at the same time, I'm like, it, aren't there better things to question like global warming or um, what else is there? Well, people don't believe global warming is real either. Well, people, yeah, the president of the United States thinks it's a, what did he say? Is it like a, like a, um, just like a hoax or something? Yeah. Not a hoax, like yeah. a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But that is an interesting one. I would love to talk more on that. But well, whether think- it is. We need, you know what we need? We need like a physicist on the show, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe you should put a poll up on how to kill an hour. Is the world flat? Yeah. But I would like to see a, if it's possible, a scientist who does believe the world is flat. That would be interesting. Oh, what, Some, it's actually someone, a credible scientist. Yeah, someone with a real scientific background who can prove with scientific evidence that the world is flat. That would be very interesting. That might make me kind of sit up and be like, okay. But you're trying to say that a YouTuber hasn't got the scientific prowess that you require. Oh, sorry, was I supposed to answer that? <laughs> uh, on that note, there's been plenty of ways to kill some time out there. I've been Marcus Brodzy. I've been Funk Butcher. Before we let you go, though, we will let you know that um, you can find out everything that we spoke about on today's show at howtokillanhour.com. And we are on all social medias. Just all search for How to Kill an Hour or at How to Kill an Hour. Anything, put How to Kill an Hour in mm-hmm. Google, and I dare you not to find us. And when you find us, hit follow, hit like. Mm. Hit subscribe. Exactly. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.